Welcome to the I Am Woman Project. I'm your host, Catherine Plano. I am a creative soul adventurer, a modern day alchemist, and a transformational coach for entrepreneurs, businesses, leaders, and for those who want to break the cycle of convention and redefine success one step at a time. I am on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Every week we have thought leaders, change instigators and inspirational human beings from around the globe that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, positive, cognitive and spiritual psychology to help you build wealth, health, love and achieve lasting transformation. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life and your business. This week, as always, I'm super excited about our guest. We have the beautiful Juliana Kelly. Juliana is an ascension guide here to assist you on your journey. She loves to celebrate life, love, music, nature, art, and all that contains beauty. At a younger age, Juliana went down a darker route, full of partying, eating disorders, and a lot of unauthentic living. A few years back, an episode marked her for life, and she realized that she was looking for divinity in all the wrong places. After this, Juliana started immersing herself in the depth of her soul to understand the universe. She started learning about what are the inner workings of the ascension process and how redefining her relationship with her avatar, which is a body, was the first step to anchoring her ascension. Spending a month in a silent retreat in Brazil, she underwent a massive soul expansion. After this event, the learning has never stopped furthering her knowledge with world-renowned teachers, courses, and life experience. A student of the Institute of Integrated Nutrition, Juliana is an ascension-driven soul and her mission is simple, to be the light and share the light. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. Well, today I'm excited about our guest. We have Juliana Kelly. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Catherine, thank you so much. I am very stoked to be here. I'm very excited because I know the conversations just from our pre-warm-up before we're coming on the show. It's going to be a really interesting conversation. So the way we love to start the show, Juliana, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to share her unique story. So tell us, what inspired you to do what you do today? Well, I think I lived my own ascension process at a very early age. Um, Basically, my awakening, my soul awakening happened in my early 20s. Um, There were two or three moments in my life that had, um, they were very difficult, that were just, you know, a dark night of the soul. And through those dark night of the soul, I started learning about myself, learning about ascension, learning about what you're here to do, you know, as, as, as 
the soul that comes into the body to experience itself as a human versus the human that's always trying to be the victim, right? So my ascension process, basically my awakening process started at a very early age. Um, and in one of those instances, which was a really hard um, family fight uh, with my father, I had a lot of father issues, uh, of course. And um, I ended up going to a retreat in Brazil, a silent retreat in Brazil in a community of light for like an entire month and a bit. And somehow some way in that retreat in silence, very uh, eat, pray, and love, waking up at four in the morning, washing the bathrooms, cooking, you know, meditating, I found a massive expansion into who I really was. And when I say who I really was, it was basically my soul, what my mission was, what I was here for, what it really um, entailed, like my life was about, and what really kind of took me out of the drama that I was living into my personal power of understanding when you wake up, what are you doing and what you're here for? You know, that personal power that comes with the understanding of what ascension is or what awakening is or really living from that soul aspect of yourself. So it was, it was a very dark night of soul that kind of put me into that spot but after that silent retreat, um, I came back to basically, I came back to the United States and, you know, everything just started opening in a very different way. And since then, in that moment, um, everything started expanding, expanding. And there were a couple of other moments in my life that just brought on into more expansion on who I am today and the community that I built uh, that's all about being the light and sharing the light and kind of being warriors of new earth. And so it was a dark night of the soul that put me into my expansion. And my expansion has brought me to where I am, where I am today of living from my personal power, from that, um, that place inside of yourself that vibrates in pure self-love and love for others and the world. And that knows that we're here on a mission that goes beyond just our personal desires. And so, it, I mean, that's, that's a very brief story, with, which is a lot more complex in, if we get into the full-on details. But, it, but yes, it was a dark night of the soul, and that has brought me to where I am today. Mm. And Julianne, we've had quite a few guests have come on the show and spoken about the dark night of the soul Oh, which yeah. is then, you know, like brought them to their knees, but this is where the awakening took place. So for our listeners, let's start with a really simple question. What is ascension? Ascension is basically the global awakening or a personal awakening. Ascension is the process of us evolving into a higher state of consciousness, either on an, on an individual level or a collective level. So it's basically uh, when the human form, who we're usually when we come up, we're a little sleepy or we forget who we really are. When we ascend, we wake up to our power. We wake up into the knowing that we're way much more than we perceive we are. And we wake up into understanding that we're souls having a human experience and that behind 
that statement lies a massive um, power and wisdom in understanding that we're creator beings and that we came here to be here and now with a special mission and to be here now at this time, because we're talking on the 22nd of December or 2020, which is such a powerful time to be in, is basically the ascension times. It's just we're actually very lucky to be here now at this very moment because every person that's in on Earth right now has the capacity to wake up and also help and impact the collective in a positive way. Basically, they all have the capacity to ascend. Mm, I know. And it's, it's, I mean, it, I guess it depends where you are at in the world. It's the 23rd here in Australia. But oh, yeah. they, they've talked Sorry. about the great, no, no, the great conjunction with uh, Jupiter and Saturn. And uh, unfortunately, we couldn't see it in, in Australia. But I, I've saw some amazing photos in the northern part of the world where some people took some amazing, amazing photos. And, and that is the great awakening that people have been talking about. And oh, yeah. the the um the the i think it was schumann resonance that the energy that was coming through to the earth so the schumann resonance is where they for our listeners i know you know what it is but it's more so they measure the frequency or the vibration of the earth yeah. was through the roof so through we roof. before we came on the show juliana we were uh, talking about how everyone will experience this in a different light like whether it's you know you're tired you feel a lot of energy we feel pain whatever that may be everyone is going through a an ascension I guess it's it's what you talk about the global awakening um so how long do when you're talking about ascension how long do you think this ascension so we're talking about being the 22nd or the 23rd how long do you think this ascension ascension will take place because it's not just a one-off is it it's just an ongoing for how long do you think? Yes, it's an ongoing process. Basically, I think ascension never stops. We are, we, we're basically what, in what we would perceive in linear time in the beginning of it. Let's say it for, for, a, for like a linear perspective of where we are on, on a collective, on, a, on collective terms. For a lot of people that have experienced their own ascension on a personal level, on, you know, probably in the early 2000s or at a, you know, including there are some people that experience it at an earlier time. They have processed all of this density and everything that we're going through on a collective level at, you know, at a much, you know, faster rate. But for most of us who right now are kind of awakening with the global ascension, with this great conjunction that's going on, we are what we would say at a at a beginning point to basically welcome the new earth and in doing so um, all the birthing pains that come with that but if you would have to put a timeline on it there's really no timeline it's basically we are here to ascend throughout our lifetime and we're always going to keep stepping up into higher states of consciousness because I mean there's no ending we could go up to I mean we talk about the fifth dimension but there are many dimensions above the fifth dimension i mean we're only we're only getting into you, you know a small aspect of it so to say there's a timeline to stop ascending um there's actually no right answer for that because we're always going to keep raising our frequency and ascending 
What I do think is that all of this birthing pains that we're seeing right now, like you mentioned, we're all experiencing ascension in a different way, which is something that we need we do need to keep in mind is that our physical bodies are the ones responsible for integrating, transmuting, and actually going through the ascension themselves. And something that you and I were speaking before we got um, on the on the interview were we're all experiencing it in a different way. So all of this ascension side effects of um, that's a good way to call them, you know, that are bo- some of our body they feel tired, or if they don't feel tired, they kind of feel, you know, uh, energy sparks. And sometimes they feel they want to eat more food than others, or some people are actually um, connecting to fasting more, everybody experiencing in a different way. What I think it is going to change is that the intensity of the birthing pains that we are experiencing of 2020, they're going to continue on to 2021, 2022, probably into 2023 when everything's going to start to calm down a little bit more and the ascension process so as far as the birthing pains will ease a little bit uh but as far as ascending and just expanding into a higher states of consciousness we're just going to keep at it i think in this lifetime and in the next and i think it goes on forever (laughs) So true, you know, and the, I guess for our listeners, the, the way that I was thinking about it as, as you were speaking through the ascension process, it could be as simple as because there's different timelines and there's different, you know, you, you're talking about different levels of consciousness. It's not just 5D goes up to 9, 12, whatever that may be. It keeps going, oh, growing. Yeah. But it could be as simple as a shift in a belief, a shift in mindset will shift the timeline. Um, and it's interesting what you were saying that it started in 2012 or early 2012 because I had a, a, a situation where I had a bit of a uh, not a bit I had I had a, an incident in New York um, on a train uh, where I had a full on watch which was a panic attack but at the time I thought I was dying mm-hmm. of course uh, but my sister was saying that's when it all started she goes I was wondering because I've been really sensitive whether that's what you picked up on. Uh, at that time because I think it was like June July 2012 whether that that was something that was taking place in 2012 but I love the way that you describe it as a birthing pain because it is right it's mm-hmm. it can we were talking about before sometimes old pains are coming up to the surface but because of this and it talks about the vibration so that we, when we were talking about the Schumann resonance this extra light or vibration or energy that's coming through us it's going to bubble up old pains and old things and maybe even you know some of the shadow stuff some of the ego stuff that's going to come to the surface and what you were saying which I love I would like to repeat it for our listeners you just got to surrender to it and trust that your body knows exactly what it's doing right whether you're craving sugar carbs whatever that may be so really love it's it's like you're going through a detox isn't it exactly I love I love what you just said, and I actually had not perceived it in that way, and it is so true. It is literally a detox. Basically, what's happening is all the light that's coming in as of the 21st of December, there's never been more light coming in onto the earth or to our physical bodies, ever. We are at its highest point. When the light comes in, what happens is it shines onto every single let's call quote unquote darkness. So 
all the darkness that we're perceiving that's coming up to the surface, it's because the light, it's bringing it up to be seen so we could transmute it. So it could change and not only on a personal level, but also on a collective level. That's why we're seeing so many things happening also on the world stage. When you say it's a detox, it's literally like a detox. Like when you say, you know what, I'm going to fast, do a water fast or a juice fast for three to five days. Or, you know what, I'm going to detox from sugar. You know how you get those jitters and all those like weird feelings when you're like on the second day and you're like, oh my God, I don't think I'm going to get through this. <laughs> you're literally detoxing your body out of either the sugar or whatever other elements that are not healthy for the actual vehicle. And it's exactly what we're doing right now. We are detoxing not only our bodies, but our planet of all these denser frequencies that do not that they no longer belong in our lives or the planet it is going to be a little bumpy um the i to my clients and to my close family members and everybody that i've spoken to i'm like you know what it's it, it it's going to be very it's a very exciting time but this is a time that a pilot would say to you if you're going on an airplane fasten your seatbelt your seatbelt is about to get bumpy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, uh, exactly. And to your point of what we were talking about before was do not judge your body. Your body knows way more than you do about ascension. Yes, we have our our you know, we have our mental body, our emotional body and our physical body. But our physical body is the one going through all of this and transmuting this and our physical body has the wisdom inside itself to actually help us through the ascension as he transmutes the energy, the light, and transmutes the darkness. So if your body wants to sleep, let it sleep. If your body's craving certain foods, let it eat those certain foods. If your body's craving stillness, go for, still, for stillness. If your body's craving exercise, give um, you know, go for exercise, but this is a time that we really need to be in tune with our physical bodies because they're the actual, the ones, the vehicles that are going through the ascension with the earth herself and they have the wisdom to do so. So we are very sometimes in, we're very quick to judge them, right? Cause we always have like a schedule and a way of being, right? You know, I'm going to go to the gym at seven and I go to the gym on seven at Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Well, you know what? If your body doesn't want to go Wednesday to the gym, listen to your body. He's doing so much more that you could actually perceive or see. I, and I love the fact that you say don't judge because that's really important and that's key because when we judge, we're just getting in the way of the flow, right? Oh, yeah. So by Completely. just standing back and just observing and trusting and surrendering, um, you know, and, and and what's taking place too at a deeper level, there's a DNA shift at a deeper level. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it's when you were talking about, you know, um, casting light on the darkness and getting rid of those denser frequencies, it's not just happening in, to our bodies, but have a look at the, like you said, the world around us, you know, media, social media, you talked about the world stage, government, you know, it's it's a breakdown of all structures. So it's, oh, yeah. it's a huge shift. And even astrologically, they've been talking about this for, you know, the, the astrologers are waiting for the 21st, 22nd, depends on where you're at in the world, but also uh, for the great conjunction. But also this 
um, it's got to get worse before it gets better. And so the astrologers are saying, like you said, buckle up because we still have January and February of this intense energy and it will dissipate and get lighter, but it can last up to, some people say up to 2024 is when we're going to like be done and dusted kind of thing. So we've still got a few years of this awakening, the, the unveiling uh, of, you know, the global awakening that you speak about. Completely. It is, it's, we're birthing new earth. That's the Mm. way we need to perceive it. We're literally birthing new earth on a personal and on a collective level. And birthing has pains. And for right now, the older paradigms that are based on other frequencies that are not universal love, that are not unity consciousness, those paradigms have to fall. So when a paradigm has to fall, when things have to change, change is uncomfortable. Change is a little bit chaotic. And that's what we're perceiving on a, on a global scale. So it's going to get bumpy before it gets better. But the way that I'm expressing to, like I mentioned, my clients, my family, anybody that I see is you need to turn off the news and tap into your heart space. Your heart understands what's going on. He knows the way. Behind every bad news that you actually see on TV, divinity is working behind the scenes. And we also need to understand that there are two forces at play, you know, but the light already won. But the other force is trying to pursue, you know, to make us believe that it hasn't. So for for Right now, the most important thing we could play with for our ascension process and for that of the world is our choice. Our choice is where all our power lies. If we make a conscious choice to ascend, we need to understand, we need to stay focused towards the light. We need to stay focused towards the divine. We need to understand that everything that's happening at a global scale it's happening for the best case scenario and instead of feeding into the fear narratives you need to feed 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 the divine light narratives and just like you mentioned there are different timelines at play and it's your focus that decides what timeline you actually bring into your life stream and something that we do need to understand is the more light we bring into um, the more light that actually brings into that comes into our physical body and the earth also makes us power. You know, the manifestation process just gets very um, empowered. So our thoughts, words, and actions and feelings now manifest in a much faster way. We're becoming more and more powerful creators with the more light that comes in. So we our focus right now and our choice is the most important things that we need to play with play with in this ascension process, understanding this is a game of energetics. Juliana, you said some really important things that I'd really love to unpack. And I think this is for all of us. We have to really be uh, more conscious about what we think and what we feel because as you were saying, because of this intense and extra light 
whatever we we are projecting, we you know whether it's you know of love or of you know the opposite of love, whatever that may be, we are bringing towards us. So this is really important to be more conscious and I think the other thing you're talking about is we must embrace change and not resist the change because if we are unwilling to embrace the change unwilling to adapt to change we actually block ourselves from evolving so this is what you were saying about the different timelines that you know the more that we surrender observe to what's happening Uh, rather than get caught up in the news and reading the newspapers and social media, which is keeping you in a state of fear. Therefore, whatever you're thinking and feeling, you're going to project more of that into your environment and therefore attract more of that energy towards you. Where really this, if we look at what's taking place, it's, it's happening for the benefit and the, the, the betterment for us and the planet. There is a higher order, a higher purpose at play here. So I think it's really important for us to stay in our center. And when we think about what we're stepping into, which is the age of Aquarius, a new dawn, a new era, that is all about freedom. It's about community. That's about uh, us, even though we're, we're in, a, you know, some depends where you are in the world, the pandemic, we're practicing social distancing. There's an, there's, it's all about connection. So we're going to find ways to be more connected as a community as we start evolving. What are your thoughts about that? Completely. It is, we are kind of, we're not kind of, we are being tested. We, before we, before I answer your question, this is something that I want anybody that's listening to this to, to, this to know. If you incarnated in this times, you have the capacity in you to hold the highest frequency. You have the capacity to live your soul mission. You have the capacity to see the light in the darkness. This is a game of energetics. This is a game of perception. We need to understand that everything that's being thrown at us, it's for our expansion. And we need to embrace change. We need to embrace uncertainty because behind change and behind uncertainty lies the power of transformation. Until we actually understand that, we're going to keep trying to control everything. We're going to keep trying to perceive our reality through our ego. So my invitation is surrender. Surrender to your now. Surrender to your higher self. Surrender to the knowledge that you understand that the universe is literally waking up an entire collective and is ascending our planet, you know, Mama Gaia, planet Earth, that behind all of this lies new Earth. And new Earth, just like you mentioned right now, starts with community, understanding that we are all one, that that separation we perceive It's just, it's something that we perceive it through our human eyes. But if we look at reality through our, through our soul eyes, there is no separation. We are all one. And if there's something that the world has to learn from, you know, this virus is that what anybody does affects the entire collective. Because if this has not taught us that, then I don't know what, I mean, what, what, what's actually going to, you know, prepare us for that teaching. We're all connected. So just like you mentioned, something that was really, um, 
you know, something that I really cherished about 2020 was its lessons. We're all talking about 2020 has been so hard. It has changed so many things. How about thanking 2020 for the amazing lessons that it has given us for us to really like treasure what it means to be able to hug anybody when we want to, to be able to go see anybody when we want to, to be able to be in community whenever we want to. And into the sense of, yeah, right now we need to be isolated, quote unquote, and we need to, uh, you know, be in a certain reality that it's just doesn't let us come together on a physical form as much as we want to. But to be honest with you, I've never felt more connected to my tribe, to the people that I feel that are ascending, to the people that I see that are ascending, to the people that I know that are making an effort to show up every day, give it their best. That doesn't mean you're always going to be happy and you're always going to be on the fifth dimension and on a rainbow. Ascension sometimes sucks, but that's okay. It's Mm. just part of the process, you know? That doesn't mean you fell off the bandwagon and, oh my God, I'm not being spiritual and I'm not ascending. You're doing the right thing. You're human and you're living one of the most important moments in human history. You're waking up and by when you wake up yourself, you actually wake up the entire collective. It's, 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 it's a little, it's a little tricky that we don't really understand that everything that we do for ourselves, it actually impacts the collective on a positive way. And new earth is going to be built on community. So for myself, on my personal experience, it is, has been a year of, let's say, social distancing, but in that social distancing, distancing, I have found an I've experienced it. I've experienced so many expansions from the people around me, from my clients, uh, from my community on social media that it has been it's it's connected me to them on a different level than just on the physical level. And that's when you understand, yeah, being together with somebody having coffee or being, you know, at a place, you know, at a actual physical place together is great. But we are way more connected than just on the physical form. We are connected on a soul level. And I think we also need to start to perceive that this year, that we we are beings that at the end of the day, what we see, our physical body, this is just like 5% of who we are. <laughs> We're so That's much true. more than this. So it's something I'm also like inviting everybody to see is instead of saying, all the hardships that 2020, you know, gave us, how about a thank you letter for 2020? How about a thank you letter for a year that not only revolution, you know, they revol- it revolutionized you on a personal level, but revolutionized the earth on a collective level. It's the year of awakening. 2021 is going to keep going with the ascension, but 2020, it is a very special year. It's been a very hard year, but between, but behind challenge there's opportunity and behind opportunity there's expansion and behind expansion there's growth yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. I always say with every 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 adversity there is a seed of opportunity and you know I wrote a uh, newsletter to our tribe just the other day and I was actually did exactly I thanked for the lesson for 2020 because to me I believe that it invoked clarity awakening consciousness like that's why it's called 2020 right 2020 vision it really opened our eyes up 
And so for me, I look at some of the things that I've heard. Some people have found deeper meaning in their work. Like you're saying, you've connected with your social media. People were able to connect on a whole new level, whether it was, you know, like, and I hear some corporations now not going back to their old ways of working. Uh, and But you know what? Also, it's actually allowed us to invest time with self, right? And that's the connection piece. Because we were going at a fast pace and everything was external focus this pandemic has it forced us to slow down and really go inside of our heart and soul and this is the connection with the self is to me has been one of the my biggest aha moment in 2020 um so yeah so absolutely there's been a lot of you know even though there's been social distancing there's been connections on a whole new level but also connection mm-hmm. with the self oh yeah completely i go on go on sorry <laughs> No, just when you say connection to the self, it's one of the biggest pieces or one of the biggest um, ascension pillars is self-love, self-connection. And I love how you say that this year has brought a lot of self-connection because unless we have a really strong connection to ourselves and to our self-love, there is no way that we can ascend. There is no way that we could help others. There is actually, I mean, you could try and you probably will succeed in a certain time frame until you kind of run out of, of energy or of, of what you have to give. Because unless you love yourself and you have that self-connection that comes first into your life, that's the only way that you could give without depleting yourself. Mm. So, yeah, self-love, self-connection are massive, important pillars of the ascension process. And, yes, 2020, I totally agree with you, Catherine. It has brought a certain level of a much more intense connection with oneself. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, I think for me too, I've done a lot of shadow work in since this, this whole pandemic as well. So I've been reading books and really actually spending time with the self. And once again, that's, that's the denser energies that we talk about, whether it's you want to call it shadow, ego, even pain, whether it's physical, emotional, mental. Um, I found that I have brought a lot of light to that. And I've had a lot of aha moments like, wow, I, I now I understand, you know, but it's, it's taken me this to unpack this denser energy. What are your thoughts about shadow and ego, you know, moving into this new dimension, this new world that you talk about? Uh, do they have a place in our new world? Oh, we got to do the shadow work. Shadow work is so important. Um, the only way we can expand into the fifth dimension. The only way that we can expand into this new world is if we take our shadow work seriously. If we could look at those aspects of ourselves that we deem unlovable, those traumas that we have from childhood or from whatever moment in your life, and you could actually perceive them as your higher self and say, okay, I see you. Just the way a parent would perceive a small child with pure compassion, pure unconditional love and say, you know what, I'm going to work with you and I'm going to start transmuting to, to transmuting you into divine love, into divine light. And I'm going to understand you without judging you because we all have, I mean, the human experience is for brave souls. The human experience is tough. So for us to just say, you know what, I'm going to send and forget about my past and just not think about it and it's my way to ascension, Mm-mm. that's not how it works. 
You need to look at every shadow, every aspect of yourself that lies in density and bring that aspect into the light with the wisdom inside your inside yourself to be able to deal with that aspect of yourself through the lens of love, compassion, understanding, trying to perceive it through what is this teaching me? What is this showing me? Where and why is this coming up to the surface? What, what do I need to uh, to do in order for it to be transmuted into light? Do I need to love myself more? Is there an aspect of myself that I deem unlovable? Is there something you know inside myself? Let's put an example that is connecting to toxic relationships. Is there something inside of myself that is not letting me put healthy boundaries? Is there something inside myself that's not believing enough in myself for me to pursue my my dreams, my mission, what I'm actually good at? This is a perfect time, especially starting the 21st of December of 2020, to really look at your life and do some inventory work and say, okay, what's working and what's not working? And what's behind the things that are not working that I actually need to look at and give more love to? What do I need to transmute? And if it's something to transmute, sit in meditation and ask your higher self, what is the best way that I could transmute this into divine light? Some of us have real deep traumas from our childhood, from our parents, from any, you know, whatever experiences that we might have lived. But we also need to understand that before we came into this lifetime, our soul chose each and every experience for us to develop unconditional love, not only towards selves, but to others. So we need to free ourselves from the victimhood. We need to free ourselves from judgment towards I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I, you know, whatever it is that comes up. We need to free ourselves from all that judgment and understand that every lesson, every experience we had came here with the reason of expanding us. And whatever re- whatever experience you chose, regardless of how difficult it was, it was here to actually up-level you. It was here to teach you something. So start by thanking it and then meditate and see how you can transmute it into light and see the lesson behind it and then keep expanding. But doing shadow work right now is so important. Because mm, I, I was having this conversation with my husband the other day. I was saying that if you think from an expansion point of view, I mean, shadow, ego, this is kind of dense in energy, whether it's trauma, judgment, all of these are dense energy. Yeah. And when we're talking about ascension, there is no room for ego. There is no room for shadow because that that is of, if you want to call it, it's not of light because if we were of light, we would be no judgment, we would be of love. Mm-hmm. And we're also stepping into, you know, when they, we talk about the age of Aquarius, yes, this this conjunction happens every 20 years, but the, the, the shift here that's going to take place for 100 odd years is we're shifting elements. So we're moving away from the earth, which is very much ego, material, uh, you know, uh, 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 acquiring, accumulating, uh, all mm-hmm. of those, you know, the, those external things, moving into an air sign, which is all about humanitarian, consciousness, light, love. So, you know, it's it's like if you have a look at the uh, cosmic weather, you know, like what's around us, the cosmic influence, 
it's it's all around us. It, it and it, it's not oh, that yeah. whew, we're shifting into five D consciousness now because of this great adjunction. No, you've got to do the deep work. You've got to forgive. Oh, yeah. You've got to do the self work, the the love work that you talk about. Exactly, but you have to do it from your ascended self. Mm. You have to do it from your divine self. You have to do it from your higher self. You can't. You cannot approach your shadow work with the same energy that the shadow is bringing. You need to up level and say, okay, my ascended self, my higher self is going to look at this as if the parent is helping the child because that's your higher self is always there. Your higher self always knows the way your higher self is literally your divine self, or let's say your father or mother self that knows better. So if you let it experience, you know, if you let it actually expand into your human form and let it say and let it embrace whatever shadow work shadow work you're doing and say you know what higher self take care of this higher self help me with this right now something we also need to understand is that we're our higher self our our guides all all the divine light beings that are assisting us and assisting the collective they're there and they're here to help us so anytime the shadow works get gets a little difficult for some of us call in for help we have so much assistance right now because we are being looked down at and said all of all of the divine beings are looking down on earth right now and are seeing what we're doing they're like dude they are they're freaking ballers like Mm. they're like applauding they're like wow I mean, this is, this is, this is for brave souls. So they're also offering any assistance we need to, for us to do the shadow work, call in your ascended self, call into your higher self, call into whatever form of divinity, you know, is there for you. And you will find the answer on how is the easiest way to transmute it without staying too much on that denser frequency. I love the way that you explain that because it is true. You can't remove shadow, for example, with the mind that created it in the first place. Exactly. And, and it's not a conscious thing. And this is what I've been finding out as I'm working through it. It's very dormant at, a, at that deeper unconscious level. And it's not through, you know, it's not till I do my meditation or, or you know, invoke higher self or ascended self to help me work through it, that then I become aware of it. But there is no way in the world, like I've, you know, I've been saying to myself, I can't believe I've been carrying this for all this time and I haven't been awake to it. But it's because I was trying to work with my conscious mind and you can't, you, you actually can't. So I love the fact that you, you talk about, you call on your higher self or your ascended self to actually actually do the uh, shadow work. So I'm curious, um, Juliana, what's your trick? Like, do you call on your higher self through meditation? Do you call on your higher self and then journal? Like, what's your trick? My trick, and it's something I teach my clients, and it's changed my life. You, as soon as you wake up, the first thing you need to do. Well, first and foremost, sleep with your phone turned off, or if you could turn off the signal, that's perfect. And the first thing you need to do when you wake up is sit down and meditate for at least eight minutes, at least. I mean, this is, I'm, I'm giving it, you know, eight minutes is for people that usually don't have time. And, you know, usually like when you tell people to meditate first thing in the morning, a lot of people have kids and responsibilities, but hey. You could sit and meditate for eight minutes as soon as you wake up. 
those eight minutes, as soon as you wake up and you meditate, they connect you to your higher self because you're you're in the process of coming from your astral realm into the actual, you know, you know, um, third dimension, let's call it, or fourth mm-hmm. or fifth, wherever you lie right now. And you have that access in a clearer way to that divinity. So if you wake up and the first thing you do is say thank you and you meditate for eight minutes. I'm not asking you for 10, for 20, for 30. If you could do 30, oh my God, yes. If you could do an hour, um, amen. But at least eight minutes. That connection with divinity is always going to expand your day in a different way. I've even felt it when I, for some reason or another, I get too busy, distracted, I travel, whatever it is, and I don't meditate as soon as I wake up my day flows in a different way. It's like some sort of communion with divinity, with your ascended self, with your highest self, with the universe, with God, whatever word you want to call it is the same energy. So that communion first thing in the morning, that connection to the divine just makes your day flow in a different way, expands your your energetic field in a different way. That's my biggest trick, I would say. And it's something that I definitely like to share with everybody because it's changed my life and when I don't do it I could actually feel the shift into denser denser frequencies Um, meditating first thing in the morning and if your thing is not meditation because we all have different ways to connect with divinity there's no right or wrong if you think it's if your thing is praying journaling whatever it is just do it first thing in the morning for at least eight minutes Better if you do it 15, better if you do it 20, better if you do it 30. I say eight minutes because everybody has eight minutes when they wake up. And eight is just a powerful number. It's the, it's the number of abundance. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> mm, and, and the number, oh, what's well, the sign of infinity too, isn't it, with the, the eight? Exactly. Yes. I, I love that. And I agree with you too. I, I, we were talking before, I meditate every morning. And when I don't, for whatever reason, I'm too tired or, you know, whatever that may be, or my puppies kept me up all night, um, I... Uh, don't have the same day. I my days all over the place. So Juliana, I'm curious. Throughout your uh, this whole process, this whole adventure that you've been going through, what has been one of your greatest lessons learned thus far? What what has been one of my what? I'm so lessons, sorry. Greatest lessons. Lessons. Yes. Oh my god. Because you're talking about 2020 has been yeah. full of lessons. So what's been one of your greatest lessons? Listen to your intuition and let self-love guide you. I started my ascension process many years ago and 20, um, 2019, there were a lot of pings that came into my reality and it was my soul talking to me and there were certain things that happened that I actually let my mental mind, my conscience mind, my mental body come in and override my intuition. And 2020, which of course, like you mentioned, it was clear sight, made me understand that there was there were three or four opportunities and moments that happened on 2019 that I let my mental body override my intuition that if I didn't, if I would not if I would have listened to my intuition, 2020 would have been way more expansive than it already was. And then with 2020 just came the reassurance of that to actually perceive it in the way of, wow, those pings that you feel from your heart, 
those moments that you actually feel divinity, you feel the lightness that comes with a thought, a word, you know, you, you feel it when you, you feel it when it's your intuition, follow them. 2020, I took a different approach since everything started becoming more chaotic and everything for some reason started not only on personal level, but on a collective level started shifting really rapidly. I started saying, okay, I'm going to listen to my intuition and not let my mental body override it. And it has shifted me and expanded me in ways that I would have never expect, expected. And this is some, and this is from somebody that has lived the ascension for now more than a couple of years. I mean, I've been on this path since my early 20s. So it's it was weird because you get into a point that you meditate, you you do your affirmations, you read your books and but somehow in some sort of way you don't listen to those pings, you don't listen to the to your heart talking. And it took me a couple of years even knowing everything that I knew and reading all the books that I read, taking the courses, going to the guides that I, you know, uh, frequent and knowing all this information on a conscious way. And it took me until 2020 to actually say, I'm going to follow my pings regardless if they make sense or not, because your soul knows better than your your mental, you know, your mental body, your souls knows the way. So follow them regardless. So I think that has been my biggest lesson for 2020. And also connecting to your heart space. Our mm. heart knows the way our, our heart is the most powerful machine we will ever encounter. We don't really understand that. And we let our mental mind always somewhere or another override our hearts. The ascension is all about living through your heart space. The global awakening, your personal awakening, if it's lived through your heart, it's going to be lived through grace, through love, through abundance, through higher frequencies. Your mind, your mental body is there to serve your heart not the other way around. So that's also, those were the two big lessons. I know you you asked for one, but I went ahead and <laughs> gave two. Uh, I'm, I'm the same. You know, I was, um, one thing too that I learned this year was about dropping out of my mind into my heart. So when I'd get lost in my head, I call it playing tennis from one side to the other, thinking about stuff, I'm like, oh, drop into your heart and then feel it and see what we, what your decision is then. And it was very different. So I uh, totally aligned with what you said. So Juliana, as we start wrapping up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you, my dearest? Oh my God, mine is so easy. Ascension. <laughs> of course, ascension. And the last question is we always love to ask our woman of inspiration is to pick three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be three practical exercises that you would like to leave for our audience today? Okay, so one is expand into the power of your heart. Just like I mentioned, basically what you need to do is in that just focus in um, that space in, in your chest, whenever you feel lost, whenever you feel density, whenever you feel like things are going wrong, go back to focusing on your heart. So just sit in a comfortable space. If you want to lay down, lay down, close your eyes, breathe in and breathe out and just connect to your heart and ask it 
any questions that you have, give it any pains, any fears, anything that you have, just give it to your heart. Then just stand still, kind of stay quiet in a kind of meditation form, breathe in, breathe out for at least 10 minutes and just stay centered towards that area between your chest and then see how you feel after the 10 minutes. See how connected, expansive, more enlightened you feel. And if the answers or the solutions don't come, don't come there and now, just give it some time and I am sure they will come. Connecting to our heart space is one of the biggest um, tools for the ascension process that we have. So that is my number one golden nugget. Uh, my number two, self-love. Self-love is the key to success or to anything that we do in life. Um, so basically what I like to do, which is really quick, and it's a, like a quick, easy hack, is whenever an issue arises in my life and there's something that I'm not understanding or there's shadow or there's density or there's an issue within a relationship, it's a, with, with a family or a friend or a lover or your husband or whomever it is, just kind of go back to self-love. and. And go to that space within you and say, okay, what am I, what's, what's behind this? Where do I need to bring more self-love into this? And how can self-love be this, you know, the response to this? And not the type of self-love that's egotistical or from a third dimensional perspective. No, the real self-love, the fifth dimensional self-love, that self-love that understands that when you take care of yourself and that when you fill yourself with love, abundance, joy, all those beautiful things that you want to feel throughout your days, your relationships are going to get better. Your your work, anything that you do is just going to get better because you're going to start resonating in that vibration. So anytime you have an issue, my quick and easy hack is to say, where are the energetics of self-love needed in this space to solve this issue? And something that sometimes we don't understand that self-love actually leads us to loving others. So just ask yourself that. It, it might sound a little like, mm, but, but it's not about all about self-love. It's kind of all about self-love. That's where you, that's actually the starting point towards everything. You cannot give something that you do not have. So yeah, always go to self-love. That would be my second nugget. And uh, my third nugget, we actually already spoke about it, was meditate as soon as you wake up for at least eight minutes. And if you could do 15, 20, an hour, great. But meditate or pray or journal, anything that you need to do for eight minutes, as soon as you wake up, before you pick your phone up, before you talk to anybody, before you say good morning, first thing that you need to do is connect to your divinity in the best way it resonates with you. Mm, Juliana, I love all three. So where is the best place for our listeners to find you? Well, I have an amazing community in Instagram. Um, they could just, my handle is Huli Gaia with double A. Gaia, of course, the earth, because I love the earth. I love our planet. So, and Julie, it's because it's my first name. So it's J-U-L-I-G-A-I-A-A. It's Instagram. And then my website, which is www.juliegaia.com. Um, 
It's actually going up in the English format in January of 2021 because I actually just redesigned uh, everything and it first came out in Spanish. January 2021 is coming out in English. And thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. And for our listeners, I highly recommend check out Juliana. I did check out your website and it did give me the option to translate it in English from Spanish. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yay. So I was able to read it because I'm not um, fluent in Spanish. My husband is from South America. He's, he's actually Spanish. But um, then I could see that you could actually uh, translate it. So it was good. So I just want to say thank you so very much for coming on the show and sharing your wealth of wisdom. Like I said, I, was, I knew it was going to be an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for your time and your energy Catherine it was such a pleasure I am sending you the biggest hug from Colombia to Australia and it was such a great conversation it was I feel I feel so like my vibes right now are very high <laughs> mine are too thank you so so very much <laughs> thanks Catherine Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please share the show with your friends to help us make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes or please subscribe to the show. The more subscribers, the better the speakers for the show, which then means more value for you so that together we can help the world become a better place. Don't give it another thought. Hit the subscribe button and help people get their weekly lessons. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplanner.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at katherineplanner. That's it for now. Until next week, wishing you a fabulous day.